everybody? It is Rachel and Emma. We are sisters, and this is our new podcast called The In-Between, and we decided to start this because we feel like we're in the in-between in so many things. Um, We first started thinking about this podcast because there's a lot of podcasters that we look up to that are in a certain stage of life, and we feel like we want to be there one day, but we're not there yet, but we're like slowly working towards that. Um, so we're in the in-between in that aspect. Um, yeah, and culturally too, we're Asian American, so growing in between two cultures and also, uh, socioeconomically, because we've had experiences in all different areas and we see, we have friends, you know, some live really well off, some have to struggle and work so well (laughs) off. I went, (laughs) I went on a trip, I went on a road trip with a couple of my friends, um, a couple weeks ago, socially distanced, safe. We all got negative tested. Anyways, like, some of my friends are so rich. But maybe that's just my perspective. Because I don't think they think they're rich, but they're kind of rich. crazy They're kind of rich. And yeah. it's just, like, people just, there's always richer people. Yeah. And there's always poorer people. Yeah. Because same, like, our uncle. Yeah. You know, he lives, uh, he works a working class job, like, with a restaurant, and he works, like, paycheck... Uh, maybe not paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> That's a bit dramatic. <laughs> but I know they use food stamps. You know, the pandemic hit really yeah. hard. So where we are, we live pretty middle class comfortably. But we're able to see both sides of things and mm-hmm. i just yeah. think that's a good perspective to have and it's pretty interesting to just see the people around you yeah. yeah there's just so many things that i feel like we're in the middle okay back to the rich person's house i told emma this already <laughs> but I'll try not to laugh okay <laughs> super loud <laughs> one of my friends her mom it was way early in the morning so basically okay actually it was late at night it was 10 p.m and we were going to take a two-hour nap and wake up at 12 a.m to leave for this road trip and my friend i'll call her miley <laughs> my friend miley's mom was cyrus like, <laughs> miley cyrus my friend miley's mom was like rachel um are you a coffee drinker like would you like some coffee before you leave in the morning and i was like oh yeah i am a coffee drinker but it's okay it's gonna be 12 a.m like you, you don't have to get up to make me coffee it's totally fine i can do without i'll be fine i have coffee beans um and her mom was like oh no 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 I won't be waking up I'll just I'll just set the coffee machine to 12 a.m and the coffee will be ready by then and I was like oh okay sure those things (laughs) so then at 11 30 I hear the coffee machine turn on and it's like dripping and making coffee um so yeah I got to experience that lifestyle for a little bit I remember going to my friend's house in middle school for the first time and it's just like a whole different world because you know asian american you know our houses aren't the cleanest you know we have stacks of stowed away like our dad's a hoarder <laughs> junk and like plastic bag shoved and like yeah. all but this the, stuff yeah it's not because we're poor it's because we just I don't know. Culturally, it's just not like that. But my friend's house, so clean, so spotless. Wait, is your friend Asian? She's half. Okay. But um, just everything. The house matches. Everyone's, like, the silverware is, like, all matching. Our house has, like, ten different sets. It's just because like, I steal jumbled. from my school. I steal oh, silverware from my school. I was wondering where those came from. Those weird skinny ones. <laughs> Wait, wait, I don't know where the skinny ones Anyways. come from. Um, 
But yeah, we're just going to look into that and kind of not that this sounds so deep, not the like the root behind them, but just kind of thinking about why we're in the in-between, why it's okay to be in the in-between, um, like, like goals-wise, like working towards goals. Mm-hmm. But especially the immigrant thing, over my trip, I really kind of started to think about like my family and the immigrant experience and how there's different priorities, not saying either one of those priorities is bad, but when like our parents came here, didn't know English, didn't know anybody, your priorities are different. Your priorities are about making money for your family, mm-hmm. not necessarily like doing the best in school or designing or keeping a clean house. It's about can you even afford to have a house and things like that. So Yeah. Yeah. Like survival versus yeah. <laughs> comfort comfort. Yeah. Not dissing any of those friends. Their houses are so cool. I want those houses too. But it's just, yeah, you can't, we can't forget everything that our parents and grandparents Mm. did. Like, they came not knowing any English, which is kind of wild. We're soft. Our generation's (laughs) soft, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like that really shapes how we live too like our motivations and our goals are really shaped by i mean obviously our parents have expectations and things but just seeing how they work hard and where they came from is really inspiring and makes us want to do the same <laughs> but we're in the in between we are not quite there yet you know, <laughs> yeah young. we're not quite there yet but you know it's something we look up to and look mm-hmm. forward to hopefully yeah. like achieving something like yeah. that but that's the thing, I like can't picture the future, which is I feel stuck in the in-between. Same. I have this like idealized, like, oh, New York <laughs> apartment. Yeah. See, okay, also this podcast was kind of inspired by On the Floor. Yes, we love Shout Esther. Shout out Esther Sims. And all their friends. And they're Frisha so cool. Park. They're so great. Um, and we look up to them so much and they're so cool. And I guess, at least in my mind, it's like, I want to be like that when I grow mm. up. But they're only, like, five years older than me. Um, But, yeah. I feel like I want to get there, but I don't know how. Mm. But it's not like I'm doing nothing with my life. Like, I'm doing things with my life. So, we're in the in-between. And we need to figure out what to do with that. Mm -hmm. It's, like, different life stage, too. It's, like... Yeah. How do I move to the next life stage? Yeah, in that life stage, that's how I want to be. But it's... Yeah. You know, no one gives you a tutorial how to get there, so... So this is us navigating, yeah. not having a tutorial. Just trying to live life and see mm-hmm. how we can achieve yeah. our goals, yeah. And I guess another in-between, the Chinese-American culture. Oh, yeah. That is so... Which identity. Yeah. It's so hard growing up because, mm-hmm. okay, yes, you have Chinese-Americans, but at least with a lot of my Chinese-American friends or our Chinese-American friends at church and stuff, a lot of them... Like, their parents came here when their parents were adults and then had them. So they speak their, they speak Chinese with their parents. Mm. They are really immersed in the Chinese culture, whereas we grew up more on the American side because our parents came here when they were relatively young. Our dad can't even speak Chinese. Yeah, he speaks, he only speaks his, like, hometown dialect. And so he's, he, like, bad at it. Yeah, he can he, only really speak English. Yeah. And we were just... Like, at least I felt so Americanized growing up. And we'll talk about this later, but I pushed Another away. Another episode. Another episode. I, totally I pushed away, one. like, my Chinese side. Mm. 
But then when I wanted to embrace it again, I feel like I couldn't because I wasn't Chinese enough. And it, because of that, I couldn't relate to pe- my Asian friends. Yeah. I've because they were always more Asian than me. I've heard, um, I've never been to China, but I've heard a lot of people, um, American-born Chinese people, when they go to China, they're like, oh, I can, like, even if they can speak their home language, like, they can tell they're a foreigner and they can tell everyone else can tell they're a foreigner so it's like kind of that same feeling but mm-hmm. for us while we're living in america you like between the like the people who are more asian and the people that are more white we just mm-hmm. feel like we don't connect either way yeah like that's a pretty common experience a lot of young asian americans feel but it's all it's like uh, yeah. a scale like it's a scale and ours is just shifting a little towards the Americanized oh, yeah. side. And it's so hard because then, um, like, I'll hear them talking about, like, grades and stressing about grades and their parents putting these expectations on them. Like, not bad or anything, but culturally more Asian things. And it was always so hard for me to relate to that because growing up, it was so different. Like, my parents just cared about like doing our best and like I did try I didn't slack or anything but it was just so different and I couldn't really relate so yes yeah another do you have any stories of when you wanted to be white white so (laughs) we can dive into that I was just thinking of some Okay, I have so many. I wrote this whole thing about that when Crazy Rich Asians came out because I like wanted to write down my experience or how it helped me and how representation helped me and stuff. So I used to try to dye my eyes. Did you know that? No. (laughs) With honey. Bleach. Ew. I'm kidding. Do you remember that? I used to put honey in my eyes. In your eyes? To make them lighter. (gasps) You didn't know that? No, it's not safe to put honey in your eyes. Did not know that. Well, yeah, I wow. used to literally put honey in my eyes because I wanted light oh eyes. Oh my goodness! I wanted longer eyelashes, so tried so many different things. Um, yeah, I wouldn't let my mom speak Chinese to me at the grocery store. I would make her speak English because oh, I was embarrassed. Yeah. I feel really bad. Sorry, me too. mom. Sorry, mom. And I'm now sorry. I don't even know how to speak Chinese. We regret so. everything. <laughs> you I were played right. myself. I played myself. <laughs> I've lost. Loss. Um, yeah, how about you? I, I was just thinking back to middle school. There's these two white twins. They're, like, super pretty. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and I, like, literally wanted to be them. And I would just, like, see everything they wore. I was like, oh, they're wearing, like, flare-cut jeans. I'm going to wear flare-cut <laughs> Mama jeans. Mamma Mia. <laughs> I love Mamma Mia. like, I would try to mimic them. Yeah. And just try to... I would, like, look at my own closet, and, yeah. I mean, I didn't go shopping that often. It was mostly, like, hang-me-downs, and I was, like... Shout out to like, Savers. We I shopped know, at Savers before. It was Savers. cool. I know, thrifting? Yeah. From the start. But I just looked, instead of trying to figure out myself, I tried to, like, become them, which mm-hmm. is so messed up. And also, I used to, like, imagine, um, like, just any scene of myself, like, oh, like, in the future, I want to go, like 
sit and have a picnic in a field, but I would imagine a white girl oh in my, my gosh. mind. You would imagine so, you? But it was like it was like a weird like disassociated oh, like like so that's what weird. I want, but in it yeah. it's not an Asian person because oh, I think yeah. like, the lack of representation and just yeah. always the nerdy I was literally <laughs> I but you like glowed the, up. I look like the girls in like the stereotypically cast Asians. No. I actually turned out to look like them. No, because glasses, braces, you know. But yeah. it's just that lack of representation really just shapes. Yeah, what no. you think is normal, or yeah, and then it makes you think you're less and less normal, yeah. which is so toxic. But that's actually so huge, yeah. like the lack of representation, because. Like, I'll look up to, like, styles or beauty standards and stuff. And then you think about it, all the standards are white. Mm-hmm. And light hair. Light, light hair, eyes. skinny nose. Hitler. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hitler. Just kidding, no. just kidding. No, we're not going that far. Um, but as for clothing styles, I... And not, like, hating on people who wear these kinds of clothes, but I remember I thought the peak of fashion was, like, Lululemon, yeah. tank tops... Um, blonde Tink hair, <laughs> like blonde <Blank> hairs. Hair. <laughs> um, but oh yeah, but it's so hard. Oh, and then back to the okay, sorry, going all over the place. But then, then back to the Savers thing. We used to shop at Savers when we were little, and Mom wouldn't let us tell people that we shopped at Savers because it was know. embarrassing. And now people shop all the, all time. the time. And now it I reminds me. I don't know if this is a good comparison, but it reminds me of when, like, people will take a culture's cultural appropriation they oh, take yeah, a culture's yeah. thing once they decide it's gonna be cool yeah but it's like a socioeconomic thing i yeah. mean we were never poor but frugal th- we're yeah. frugal my mom really valued like saving money and not really s- overspending or anything yeah. so you know thrifting hang-me-downs and just finding things for cheaper yeah because why not yeah but that um she would like Oh, don't, like, tell people this is from Savers. Yeah. We don't want to admit to yeah. being so, as other people would see, maybe, like, stingy or yeah. just kind of gross. Yeah. But now... Now it's, it's cool. Suddenly, this whole wave of, like, yeah. thrifting. But, I mean, yes, it's good for the environment, but... Oh, I saw a post. It was like, yeah. you need to learn how to shop or thrift more responsibly because... I know. I, read about, I don't yeah, really get that. Well, I do. Cause I need to look into it more. Because now all these people are buying from thrift stores yeah. that can afford normal price clothes. Yeah. And it makes the prices, prices of higher. thrifted clothes way higher. <sighs> so then people and who are part of the problem. We're part yeah, of the who problem. really rely on thrift mm-hmm. stores just can't even do that. And savers, mamas mm-hmm. should, like, over the years, the prices have gone way up. Yeah. She won't even shop there anymore. Yeah, she's we go to too, Salvation Army now. She's so stingy. <laughs> Just kidding. She says frugal. She's frugal. She's frugal. She doesn't like to spend money on herself. Yeah. Which is crazy because she's generous in every other way. But Yeah. Shout out, mom. <laughs> but yeah, and then to the representation thing, it's so hard. And this is partially why I wanted to start this podcast because obviously we can talk about it because we're Asian and mm-hmm. we get it. But I tried to bring up the representation thing to some of my white friends from school when Crazy Rich Asians came out. And so in Crazy Rich Asians, they use the song Yellow, the director John Chu, right? Yeah. He used the song Yellow by Coldplay, sung in Chinese. And the reason he used the song Yellow, he explained, was because he would always get called that as a derogatory term growing up because he was Asian. And then when he first heard Coldplay's Yellow, he it was the first time he felt like 
beautiful about his skin color mm. it's like wow so beautiful heartwarming and i was like i love that I love so i'm telling my white friends this oh, story no. and then one of them will call him kyle <laughs> so, i think i know who you're talking about <laughs> i don't get very creative with the names so kyle is like that's so stupid like why wouldn't you just like look up to an actor or find inspiration in like something legit and i'm like oh well like who there's not really any and he's like why would you like latch on to an abstract song for like meaning it doesn't make any sense and i was like um well also kyle is very good at um articulating his points arguing very smart Maybe i don't know who kyle very is. very smart um and then my other friend I call him Athlete Boy in my other podcast. Athlete Boy said to Kyle, he like muttered, he was like, hey, you're not. This is in college? Yeah, he was like. talking about when, okay. No. And then Athlete Boy turned to Kyle and was like, yeah, you're not going to win this. You're not going to win this. And they just stopped talking. And it's so sad. Athlete Boy, shut him down. Yeah, it's so sad because literally at that moment, like a switch flipped where I was like, I'm never going to get this point across. I'm never going to be able to explain this huge part of my identity. Mm to my white friends because they don't and um, they like no matter how hard they try they can't get it because you can't experience i mean the same as the reverse will never experience like a the white pri- privilege, privilege. <laughs> but it's sad because yeah and especially hard. when people are relu- really hard or reluctant to try and understand yeah just nothing happens yeah so no what was i gonna say this is where we differ at oh, school, oh, all my yeah. friends are actually Asian. <laughs> and all my friends are white. <laughs> Which is confusing to me because it's yeah. like... It's confusing Is to our me Asian too. group, like, perpetuating stereotypes? Like, the Asians congregate together? Is that... Yeah. But also, it's really nice and because... And I'm the token Asian friend in my white groups. No. And they only accept me because I do the white things that they do. No. Okay. See, these are the things that we think about being stuck in the middle. Like, there's a lot... Also, this goes along with being a minority. Like, maybe our white friends aren't even thinking this. Maybe all these things. But growing up as a minority, as the odd one out in groups, like, these things are always running through your minds. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But... One thing that's really cool about my friend group is we're, I've told you this before, is how, like, diverse we are in, I mean, okay, technically we're all East Asian. (laughs) So diverse. But all different areas, so we have Vietnam, Taiwan, mainland China, (laughs) which is me. So basic. Malaysia, Hong Kong. I'm just looking at the map of China in your room. And the Philippines, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. But at the same time... Oh, in Korean. How could I forget? <laughs> We're all very whitewashed. Yeah. So it's like, yes, we have that same experience racially, but yeah. uh, culturally, I've their parents are, were, I think most of them are third generation. Their parents? No, them, Oh, they are third. Because we're okay. second. Yeah. But... So that still causes a disconnect, you know? Yeah. See, they're, like, the next level. Yeah. Like, us with our Chinese church friends, we are, like, yeah, once removed. And then the, it's, like, the next level. But it's just, I need to make a chart. Yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting, like, yeah. how even though we're the same, maybe from the outside, just our yeah. experiences as Asian Americans can be so different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so all my friends... <laughs> 
are white. Where are they from? <laughs> um, France? Yeah. Europe? Just add a little spice. Um, I think Canadian, French Canadian. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really don't know. They're they're just white spicy Americans. White? Yeah, spicy white. Just kidding. They're not, they're spicy. not spicy. Take away the spicy. They're just white. Not as a bad thing or anything. People get insulted. <laughs> that, that, yeah. See, I need to like protect myself. People get insulted. They're like, oh, they're you're white. You're calling me white or something. Like, it's not bad. I'm just saying what you are. Anyways, my friends are white. But this is where the problem is where I cannot relate to them on like race issues or it's really hard for me to communicate race issues with them as seen by that one, that one example that I gave. So there is this kind of bad racial incident at my school a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. And when it happened, there was just a lot of tension and it was a little uncomfortable for like my, my white friends to talk about and obviously me knowing it's uncomfortable for them. I'm not bringing it up to them either because I feel uncomfortable talking about it with them, especially Kyle. Um, Kyle. So I literally cut myself off from all my friends for like two weeks. <laughs> we can talk about friendships. We, we can talk about episode. friendships in another episode, but it's hard when you're the only minority yeah. or when you are the minority in a group because you can't talk about these things, which are huge parts of identity and growth and growing up. Um, but yeah, just in the What's middle. interesting is, at least you have the chance, because I literally have no white friends. <laughs> what do I do with the chance that I've been given? I'm you wasting are, the chance. The chosen one. I'm wasting it. But, <sighs> see, yeah. it's just so, like, even, we're we're from the same family, we're related, and we both have these such different experiences. Yeah. And just, But then where will we turn out? Yeah, how do we navigate, and how does that influence where we become? where we end up end up i was gonna say become <laughs> English. How, will, how will it influence where we, we become, become. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i always wonder that yeah me too yeah so that's just a little introduction to the in-between we're gonna yeah. cover a variety of topics we'll have fun story times we'll have q and a's um q a's from you <laughs> I'll ask you a question and you can ask me a question. Um, we could do that. Where we could. We write questions and then we say other. what we think the other person oh. would answer. Yeah, so just this podcast is us rambling and kind of figuring out where we stand in life mm. because it can get very confusing where you, when you're in the in-between of so many different things. Um, but yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. See you in the next episode. Bye.